persevering with things that don't suit you are not intuitive or just don't do what you need them to do in relation to your business, that is going to cost you more than cutting your losses. Hello and welcome to the Audience Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Hutchison, and today's episode is a short one because I'm preparing to go on holiday for the first time in three years. I know lots of you listeners will also be heading off on holiday soon or taking some time off from your businesses. And don't we all deserve it? We definitely do. In line with this theme of relaxation and generally doing less, that's not something that can only happen when you're on holiday. Absolutely not. You can also make conscious decisions to do less in order to achieve more within your business. What am I talking about? Let's dive in. In Denise Duffield Thomas's book, Chillpreneur, which is actually about to be re-released with new content under the name Chill and Prosper, I'll link to the book in the show notes if you want to pre-order it. I have. I'm not an affiliate, just a fan. Anyway, in this book, Denise talks about developing a keyless life. You'll have to read the book to hear the full explanation, but basically it means removing bottlenecks removing sources of friction and removing unnecessary tasks from your life and from your business. And I'm here for it. I bet you are too. As we continue to scale our business, I'm really trying hard to implement better systems and remove wasted time and energy from my working day as much as possible. For me, this means getting out of some bad habits and stopping doing certain things. One of the things I've stopped doing recently is persevering with software that really doesn't feel intuitive to me. I invested a lot of money and many, many hours into setting up a CRM and payment system called Dubsado. The entire setup process was incredibly frustrating, even though I hired an expert. And I've realized that my brain just doesn't work in the way that a Dubsado user's brain needs to. And my business doesn't function in the way that is perfectly suited to the type of business that wants to use a system like Dubsado. So that is not to say that Dubsado isn't brilliant. I can see that it really, truly is for specific types of businesses and specific types of people. But I just can't make it work for me. Sometimes it does and I love it. Sometimes it really doesn't and I'm left mortified because a client has received the wrong invoice or a mistake on their contract. I really needed that to stop. But for a while, every time I thought about moving away from Dubsado, I thought about how much time and money I'd invested in getting it set up. We're not talking hundreds, we're into the thousands. But eventually I realized I was either going to have to keep throwing good money after bad and keep paying for training to try and learn all the intricacies of this system, or I was going to have to make peace with the fact that I'd spent that money and move on and find something that suits me better. So that's exactly what I'm doing. The lesson here is that persevering with things that don't suit you are not intuitive or just don't do what you need them to do in relation to your business. That is going to cost you more than cutting your losses. So I hope you can learn from my costly mistake and stop persevering with software that you know isn't right for you. My second tip also relates to business software and tools, and that is to stop using multiple tools to do the same tasks. Bear with me here. You might be thinking, I don't do that, Nikki. But I see this all the time when we're working with clients, and we've fallen victim to this in the past too. Maybe you started using Asana, but then decided to switch to Trello while also testing out Monday.com. And you have a good old-fashioned notebook on the go as well. 
You don't need multiple organizational tools like this in order to be organized. And trust me, I know the draw of a good notebook stash, but the fewer tools that you're using, the more organized you're likely to be. As an agency, we now use Trello boards to manage our own workload and that of our clients. We previously used Asana and Trello because I liked Asana, but some of our clients and John hated it. I had tried Trello in the past and wasn't a huge fan, but ultimately I was doing crazy things like having my tasks on Asana and then linking to my Asana board on John's Trello board. And it just made things really confusing. So finally, when one of our monthly retained clients politely refused to use Asana and said she preferred Trello, I decided that it was time for me to make the leap and switch over so that we could have all of our information in one place. And I'm so glad that I did. I actually now prefer Trello. I'll link to it in the show notes if you want to try it out for free. It's also a red flag for me if a client tells me they manage tasks in a variety of ways. I just know from experience that time will be wasted and things will be missed. So working on your processes and making decisions about your software and trying to stop using a hammer to crack a nut or multiple hammers to crack a nut and remembering that less is more when it comes to productivity tools will pay dividends in the end. And my third and final tip for today's episode is to remember that if you want to make progress, which I assume that you absolutely do, then you're going to need to stop trying to do everything yourself. Yes, I get it. I truly do. Outsourcing and hiring is scary. I've hired many, many people over the years from very part-time casual staff to long-term full-time employees and everything in between. I know that making a commitment to another human being that's going to influence the course of their life is huge. But I also know that without taking that leap, you're not going to make as much progress as you could do. Right now in our business, we're about to enter into a period of scaling up. We're separating out our agency from the training side of the business because we've grown. This business is bigger than just me now. So we've chosen a name for the agency. We're in the process of trademarking it. Our designer has created a visual identity. It's really cool. I can't wait to share it with you. And we're working on our agency website in the background right now. We should be ready to launch next month. And alongside doing all of that work, I'm also thinking about who we need to hire in order to be in a position to take on more agency clients. I'm reaching out and meeting up with new people all the time. I'm meeting a potential new designer tomorrow. I have a proposal to review from an operations director and I'm having conversations with someone who has a very similar skill set to me so that we can take on more of the strategy work without me burning out. It's all very exciting and this is what needs to happen every so often in your business if you want to grow. Now, while a lot of the people inside my business accelerator, The Charge, have been working with me for a long time and are preparing to make their first or next hires after the summer, I also know that you listeners are at varying stages in business. And what I've mentioned there might sound like a lot. However, I also started by making that one very first hire and grew each of my businesses from there. If I had decided to continue trying to do everything myself, there's absolutely no way I could have achieved everything that I have so far or everything I want to do in the future. So my advice to you is to accept that growth and change are scary, but not to let that fear stop you. If you want to grow, then you need to be open to finding people who can help you on that journey and accept that they might not all work out. I've certainly made a few hiring mistakes along the way. But in my view, it's a risk worth taking because the rewards, both business-wise and relationship-wise, are huge. So there you have it. 
three things you can stop doing in order to start making more progress. Number one, stop persevering with the wrong software. Number two, stop using multiple productivity tools when you could use just one. And number three, stop letting your fears around hiring and outsourcing prevent you from achieving the growth you really want. If you can tackle these three things, I can pretty much guarantee you'll get better results from the second half of this year. So crack on. so much for joining me for this short summer episode of the Audience Growth Podcast. I'll be back next week when I'll be chatting to the wonderful Ingrid Fernandez of Her Legals, previously Deck and Dash Legal Consulting. Ingrid and I have both been clients of each other and she'll be sharing how you can keep your business legal and still have fun. Don't miss it. I'll see you then.